Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They want any chance. Watson. Donovan Peoples-Jones. No flags. Incomplete. Steelers take over. Well, it sure wasn't pretty, but the Steelers found a way to win. And ultimately, nothing is more important than that. There's a lot of question marks, a lot of concern to take away from last night's victory for the Steelers. 26-22 to at Ackershire Stadium against the rival Cleveland Browns. And, well, the Browns are indeed the Browns. One thing that Juju Smith-Schuster did indeed get right here in Pittsburgh. There wasn't that many things, but that one he was completely spot on. Deshaun Watson played poorly. He had a ton of costly penalties on himself, including a face mask call that literally was trying to avoid the rush on third and 16 and escaped, scrambled. And he's a real story of how bad he played for Cleveland. Very upsetting to see the injury for Nick Chubb. You never want to see anybody injured, but to the effect of how poorly Nick Chubb was injured, he's already ruled out for the season by Kevin Stefanski. But the real, real story, the number one story, the number one topic everyone should be talking about is how great T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith are. How great they are. T.J. Watt's getting paid $28 million. Alex Highsmith, $17. Combined for $45 million between the two this year. They're worth every damn penny. It was on full display and the first play of the game. Tip ball out of the hands of Minka. who left the game with a chest injury and did not return. That's going to be critical to watch how he recovers this week. He was taken to a local hospital after the injury during the game. And, and if you're hurt, Middle of the game, don't come back. It doesn't really say many great things about your availability in the next game. But Alex Highsmith was Johnny on the spot, following the football, something that these linebackers for the Steelers do so well. Highsmith was right there, made the interception on the first play of the game, and took it back into the end zone for a touchdown. Pick six, first play, Steelers defense scores a touchdown. Later on in the game, when you needed it most, after he had already broken the Steelers' all-time sacks record with 81 and a half sacks, 
TJ Watt made another play. But he had the assist from his best buddy, from the newly minted $17 million a year man, who some people were saying maybe should have only got 14 a year, maybe 15 a year. $17 million is too steep of a number to pay for Alex Highsmith, for a guy that really broke out with 14 and a half sacks last year, but that was without TJ Watt. We know he'll probably be better with TJ Watt. He proved his worst last year without the best defensive player in football. Maybe not named Aaron Donald, but at the moment, TJ's the best. And how about that duo? Alex Highsmith off the edge, sacks Deshaun Watson, strip, fumble, ball out, TJ Watt, touchdown. Boom. The defense scored more points than the offense. The Browns have had 20 straight seasons without a 2-0 start. It's the longest in a very long time. And that's all because of T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. The secondary for the Steelers was not good. You can argue that the clip you heard entering the early morning show of Joey Porter Jr. on coverage on the game-winning stop, that Joey Porter Jr. in his limited snaps was the best corner the Steelers had the entire night. I mean, Levi Wallace was burnt toast running across the middle of the field trying to cover Amari Cooper. He said he needed an IV after the game. It's what he felt like. He needed an IV. It was that bad for him just running around trying to cover Cooper. Levi Wallace was not good, man. Patrick Peterson was okay. He had a couple of pass breakups that I liked across the middle. But most of that was just Deshaun Watson either being inaccurate or just not being able to run with the football. Not a great player. How about a fall from grace that he's had from Houston? Everybody likes to pick on and target Russell Wilson, who, yeah, is atrocious in the second half of games. A lot of that being pointed to maybe plays not being scripted like the first half, or his completion percentage is a lot higher. The Broncos tend to be winning in the first half, but I digress. TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are the two, they're the best pass rushing duo in the NFL. I don't think that that's very hard to say. TJ Watt went out there on the field and healthy, is the best defensive player in football. And how do I know that? Why should other people think that? Okay, so James Harrison is the Steelers' all-time sack leader. Yes, a big reason why is because sacks were not counted as an official stat for Joe Green, for Elsie Greenwood, for a ton of the Steelers of the 70s. It was later on, I think it's 82, 81-82, where sacks became an official stat. So the 70s Steelers don't have the luxury as being considered official official. But Joe Green is right up there with the rest of them. James Harrison played 177 games in a Steelers uniform, made 107 starts. He recorded 80 and a half sacks. 177 games over 14 years. T.J. Watt is in his seventh year as a Steelers linebacker. Last night was game number 89. He has 81 and a half sacks. 81 and a half sacks in 89 games. Now, don't forget he only played 10 last year. He was hurting probably 
more than half of those 10 games. He came out of the game in two of them. And he still recorded five and a half sacks. He tied the NFL all-time sack record with 22 and a half, tying Michael Strahan winning NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. And many argue he should have won it in 2020. And even in 2019, as he was a pro bowler, first-team all-pro, 2019, he was third in Defensive Player of the Year voting and second in 2020 and during the COVID year before finally winning it in 2021. And I believe that T.J. Watt, I put my money where my mouth is at the beginning of the season, will lead the NFL in sacks once again. And he's already proven it. He's got four sacks so far this year. He's a dominant force. Other than Micah Parsons, I don't think there's anybody who can challenge him right now. Aaron Donald, yes. Hell's going to play a big part in that. The relevancy of the Rams as well. But when you talk about big players showing up and making big plays, it seems like Miles Garrett is a ghost playing against the Steelers. He's invisible. You never hear his name. Where does he go? He goes away. He shrivels in big moments. Miles Garrett, this is completely and utterly laughable. I don't know if it's more of a testament to Dan Moore and the success that the fourth-round pick from Texas A&M has had against his Texas A&M buddy. Miles Garrett on the night. Cue the crickets. One tackle. No tackles for loss. No sacks. Uh, no deflections. He had one quarterback hit. Congratulations, Miles Garrett, on all your success. How about T.J. Watt? I mean, it, if you look at these side by side, as I am now, it's pretty laughable when people try to consider Miles Garrett as a better football player than T.J. Watt. Remember, Miles Garrett, one tackle, congratulations, one quarterback hit, paying all that money for 95 to rush on the outside for Cleveland and be their savior on the defensive end. Well, T.J. Watt had four tackles, two tackles for loss, a sack, one pass deflected, three quarterback hits, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Just just think about that for a moment. People have the audacity to say that Miles Garrett is a better football player than T.J. Watt. Yet when you put them side by side, every single time they don't directly play against each other, they don't line up against each other, Every time the Steelers and Browns play each other, which seems to be more and more in prime time, one guy goes away and you don't see him more, and the other embraces the spotlight, still doesn't want to talk. I mean, he really doesn't. He's not that vocal of a guy in terms of things that he says in the media or anything like that. But T.J. Watt shows out on the big stage, lets his play do the talking, while Miles Garrett is still remembered in this rivalry as swinging a helmet as at Mason Rudolph more than anything. T.J. Watt broke the Steelers' all-time sack record with 81 and a half. Here's what he had to say after the game. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't special. Um, just like anything, it, it, has, it hasn't set in. I don't know if it will until um, I have time to really sit down and process what just happened tonight. But, uh, 
there's so many people along the way that have helped me get to where I am. Um, it's no, I can't stand the individual awards of football because there's just, I mean, Debo himself helped me so much my rookie year. Um, he didn't have to. Uh, no one asked him to, but he wanted to help me, and I appreciate him for that. Um, so many of my teammates, uh, coaches, mentors, my brothers, um, my wife's support, my parents. I mean, there's just so many people that go into it that uh, it's not myself out there making the plays. I mean, there's just, uh, I can't take all the credit. TJ Watt is incredibly humble. I think the first word that comes to mind especially when I hear that, and when I just think about T.J. Watt in general, how he acts with the media, how he acts with the fan base, how he just goes about his business. He is so selfless. He cares about other people. He doesn't put himself first. He's the highest played player on the defensive side of the ball for the Steelers, for the entire team. He's a top five player in the NFL. Top three on the defensive side of the ball. I think he's the best defensive player in football. And he just embraces everything. He gives credit where credit is due. Thanks, James Harrison, who mentored him. He was such a critical part of this Steelers defense, 2008 Defensive Player of the Year. Who, somebody who had one of the greatest and most iconic plays in Super Bowl history on the pick six back to the end zone to help the Steelers score points and go into the Super Bowl halftime with the momentum swinging in their favor. And it's all things that the Steelers and TJ Watt are looking to try to do. Same things that the 2008 Steeler defense had. With Watt as the catalyst, just like James Harrison. TJ Watt is a unique player. He's special in so many different attributes and aspects. 28 million, Alex Eismith, 17 million. $45 million spread between the two. It's money well spent. T.J. Watt is the Steelers' all-time sacks leader, 81 and a half, and he did it in 89 games. James Harrison took 177, 107 starts. T.J. Watt, and he dealt with injuries last year, only played 10 games and was hurt, came out of the Bengals game, was banged up in other games and did not finish games or was out for a significant portion of them. Steelers defense had six sacks, four forced fumbles, Three fumble recoveries, an interception, and two defensive touchdowns. The defense scored more points than the offense, led by Trenton Jordan Watt. Well, the offense, it wasn't pretty. We got to talk about it, and we will. Coming up next, Family Morning Show. I'm Austin Bechtel. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.